You're listening to Local Bites, the podcast of local futures and the economics of happiness. In this series, we feature critical voices and inspiring examples from the global movement to resist corporate power, renew local place-based economies, and preserve human and ecological well-being. I'm Sean Keller. In April of last year, our Associate Programs Director, Kristen Steele, went to Malaga, Spain for a gathering called the Global Forum on New Economy and Social Innovation, or NESI for short, which Local Futures helped organize. There she had a chance to speak with Diego Isabel La Moneda, who has worked with private companies, public institutions, and governments, all to build what he calls an economy for the common good. Diego's newest role is Executive Director of the Wellbeing Economy Alliance, or We All. We All is a growing group of people and organizations around the world focused on co-creating a new economic system. Local Futures has been involved in getting it off the ground. The goal is to bring businesses, NGOs, policymakers, faith-based groups, academics, and citizens all together into a coherent global new economy movement, with a vision for change and a set of strategies for how to achieve it. It's ambitious, it's revolutionary, and it's launching this September, so head to wellbeingeconomy.org for updates. Without further ado then, let's listen in on Kristen's conversation with Diego. Hi Diego. Hi. Thank you for speaking with me. I'm really happy to do it. And you've been extremely busy up until now, so I really appreciate it. Yes, but time. Uh, also enjoying a lot yeah. because I can feel the energy of the people um, and I think we are achieving something really important. Yes, I agree. So could you tell me about how you got into this work in the new economy realm? So my background is both businesses, I've been always a social entrepreneur and social issues. Then I've been involved in different new economy movement. I've been involved in the social economy, the economy for common goods, advising social entrepreneurs and social enterprises. And I always thought that if we really want to co-create a new economy, we need to build bridges between the, all the new economy movements on the one hand, and on the other hand, between different actors. So traditional businesses, policymakers, politicians, consumers, NGOs, all of them together, if we really want to create a new economy. Could you tell me your thoughts on the role of the global economy, the one we have right now, in creating ecological and social crises? So I think, because we will always be now in a global economy, are the values behind that global economy. So to the extent that we are in a global economy, that we think that producing cheaper without caring about people, violating human rights or labor standards because in some countries they don't have the same laws or rules that in other countries or the same standards, or destroying the planet, then we, that is the problem. The values that make a business person to do these kind of things and the values that make consumers do not commit. So we will be always in a global economy but the values behind the global economy are the key in order to stay in an economy that creates social and ecological crisis, an economy that will never finish with poverty, an economy that will keep on increasing inequality, an economy that created climate change. And we have to move to another global economy with some local principles and where the people on the planet are the goal of the economy to serve people on the planet and not people on the, on the planet serving the economy. And so how do you propose we go about changing those values? 
I've been speaking with many business people that they say, okay, the values that you're talking about, I like that values, solidarity, trust, confidence, love. I like the values for my family and my friends. But when I am in the company, the market, the competitors, the system, somehow they make me behave in a different way. So that is the problem, that the system, the competitive system, made that you, when you behave with your colleagues, even that you have to compete to get the next position, with your suppliers change, you have to make cheaper the price of your products. You apply different values with them that you don't really like, but you think that the economy is the way that that works. So the values are very clear. Everyone knows what are the good values for people. But we have to be able to start to talk, for instance, about love in the economy. I love my friends, I love my family. Why I cannot love my colleagues or my competitors? We have social enterprises. We have many examples of companies that apply different principles and values and they are being successful also financially. So I think that is the change that now is happening. And we have many, many examples. Today we're listening to Tessa Wernick, the co-founder of Fairphone. Mm -hmm. I love this example. They started trying to solve a problem the conflict with minerals and people being a slave just to get minerals that we use in our smartphone. And through that process, three years campaigning, they decided that campaigning was not going to do anything. It's important, but they decided to create a smartphone following fair trade principles and also fighting plant obsolescence. So you can use not one or two years, but five, six or seven years. So that is a very good example. And they're selling the smartphones and they're getting money to pursue the, the social purpose. So this is a very good example that the new economy is possible not only with organic food, not only with some ethical clothes, but also, also with electronics and with technology. Well, brings me to my next question, which actually is on a slightly different topic, but as you know, trade treaties are quite a key part of the current system and the structure of the system that influences those values. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if you could tell me a bit more about how you think these trade treaties operate in the current system. I think trade treaties are very important, but again, what is the base of the trade treaties? Just to make products cheaper and to make more profitable everything for the businesses or to improve people's lives. So the problem is not the market, because when we talk about trade, we're talking about the market and the way the markets work and we exchange products and services between countries. The point against is about values. For instance, I participate in a paper that we did for the European Economic and Social Committee about how to create a European ethical market. And one of the proposals was first, if Europe or any country, you have a values for your economy and you say, my economy, any product that you can find in my shops will guarantee human rights then you can make that treaty with all the other countries of the world. If you want to send your products here, it's not only Europe with US, it can be Europe with Bhutan, or Europe with Russia, or Europe with Australia. In Europe, if you want to sell your products, you have to demonstrate that you are aligned with these values and you are following human rights, labor standards, or environmental standards. So let's talk about the values of our country, or Europe, or whatever, and then let's create trade for everyone that wants to make businesses with us. And finally, then, as you know, Local Futures, our central mission is promoting localization as a strategy for mm -hmm. building the new economy. 
And you did mention local before. Yeah. Right? So the global economy needs to also have local elements to it. How do you see localization fitting into this overall movement to build the new economy? As you say, before we were talking about global economy, and I think we are in a global economy just because we are in a global world and we are connected. But for me, the key aspect of the new economy, to change the economy, is localization. I like to talk about globalization of localization. So localization should be in everywhere, in every local city, town, village. Because many times we talk about localization and then we think that we have to go to a small village in the mountains and to grow our organic food. Okay, that is localization, but we can do localization in, in other cities, towns, in, in everywhere. In everywhere in the world we should apply that globalization of localizations. The best way to run the economy is to produce and consume local products and to eliminate intermediaries to pay the fair price of the products to the producers, even you can be at the same time a producer and a consumer in a local cooperative, because it's the way that human beings have been always living until only some centuries ago. And then, of course, I want a solar panel in Managa, and I need silicon. Probably the silicon will be coming from Bolivia or Chile, because in Spain we don't have silicon. But we will be aware of that, and we will try to do it in a sustainable way. So we need also global trades for some products. But if I am in Malaga, it doesn't make any sense to bring a mango from Latin America because in Malaga we have mangoes. So maybe it's a different kind of mango because it's good that we have biodiversity and there are many different kinds of mangoes, but okay, I can't believe eating Malaga mangoes. I don't need to eat you know, Argentina mangoes. So that is something that is education. And we have to make everyone aware that this, is, this change is possible and feasible nowadays. So how would you suggest that people who are listening to this podcast get involved in building the new economy? I like to copy Mahatma Gandhi's message, one of the most famous quotes when he said, be the change you want to see in the world. And in my talk sometimes I finish saying, be the economy you want to see in the world. So you don't want to see people suffering in Asia, in factories, producing clothes. Try to identify what kind of brands are making sustainable and ethical fashion products or clothes in, in your town, in your local place. If you want to be healthy, that everyone is healthy, that the land is healthy, that the seeds are there for you and for the future generations, try to produce and consume your own food and you need to other people to produce then try to go for local producers so you can do many things by yourself you can't complain about the governments we can't complain about the businesses but what about me that is the point thank you so much thanks for to you. talking with me i really enjoy it <laughs> me too you can find a link to the website of the well-being economy alliance or we all in the description for this episode, I highly recommend joining their mailing list so you can follow what they and Diego do next. If you haven't yet, check out our website, localfutures.org, where you can subscribe to this podcast and listen to or download other episodes. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends and communities, and write to us at info at localfutures.org if you have ideas for other people or topics we should feature on the podcast. Thanks for listening to Local Bites.